Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. So proud of you. That was so difficult. You, did, you wanted to sing. And you I went, did. You wanted I to was sing. straining to sing. Oh, I wasn't sure what you were talking about. <laughs> As we record, we just got a message from from, from our, our buddy Jason. Jason. Jason just sent us a message about episode 184, I believe. He said, very disappointed. You had a story that took place in a Burger King bathroom. And there was no digital underground reference. And honestly, we know the song Humpty Dance, but we didn't know it. Double Humpty Dance. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, man. I used to love them. Uh, didn't really, would never have remembered that. You know, I, I wouldn't have either. And I, no. I used to sing the song. And honestly, to be, on, and honestly, to be honest with you, I said, <laughs> and honestly, to be honest with you, that's two times the honesty right there. <laughs> that's double honesty. I really had no idea what the lyrics were anyway. Yeah. But that, they were a funny band, man. They were even in a movie with uh, Dan Aykroyd and uh gi jane uh what was her name oh uh, demi moore demi moore yeah they were in a movie with with those guys it was really a weird movie but it was funny and Can't remember it and creepy but anyway like, welcome to episode 186 this is weird the podcast that brings you the best in weird news coverage or at least some of them and last episode craig i was telling you i spent some time with my pops you know and uh, first of all when mom was in the hospital we couldn't get the TV. She couldn't figure out the, the remote. You know, that funky thing attached to the bed where you call the nurse or you change the channels or you the change the nurse. just says channel up, channel down, volume yeah, yeah. up, volume down. <laughs> yeah, What's so, so hard about it? We couldn't figure out where the channel numbers were. So we had it on Fox News, and I haven't watched the news in years. I'm, literally, Lori and I don't watch the news at the house. Nothing good comes from it. It doesn't, except weird news. Yeah, and weird the only news. place to get your weird <laughs> news fix, Craig... Is right here, Weird News Podcast. They need to, Rupert Murdoch needs to start a WNN, Weird News Network. Yeah, and, and we, we will be the flagship uh, we show. We will be. Yeah. You we can, can be the Bernard Shaw. No, of, I don't want to be Bernard Shaw. I'll be the, uh, I'll be the, uh, uh, Sean Hannity. Okay. I guess. I, I got nothing. I just picked I'm somebody that was decent. I decent remember, Bernard Shaw was, I remember he was always the guy on CNN that was always like, you knew him when you saw him. I don't want to be uh, Brokaw. I don't want to be. No, one I hear talk like marbles. Yeah, I don't mouth. want to be one of those. Guys. I could be Cronkite. Then I went. I went home st- and stayed with Dad for the night while Mom was in yeah. the hospital. You know, help help out around the house, take care of the dog, whatnot. He made me watch the Hallmark Channel all night. Wow, that's the only channel they watch at home. They love it. It doesn't matter what's on. I bet on. that wholesomeness just ate you alive. There was a movie on, and I was I was like, Dad, we're going to watch it. And then five minutes in, I was wrapped. <laughs> They're usually I was so wrapped up. I in mean, it. all all you know. Obvious things aside, you know they they can be kind of hokey, this and that. But, yeah. but a lot of times they're good stories. Well, there's a show on on the, uh, Pure the Flix is a Pure Flix. Pure is Flix a, is good. Pure Flix is a channel you get some like wholesome family entertainment type stuff, and and they're they're usually pretty good. You know they're better than they used to be, not quite as bad as they were. So I, we had a childhood friend. Uh, we lived a few. No, no you didn't ever uh, have a childhood. We lived a few houses down from James Denton. He's he he was I remember on, that name. He was on um, good. No, Desperate Housewives. He he started. Yeah, okay. yeah he was on you lived down the street from him. Yeah, he used to double me on his mini bike up and down the streets all the time. Great guy. He's he, he's close to our age. He's a little older than it's us. Up in Hville? No, it's in Gulletsville when we okay. lived in Gulletsville. But anyway, so mom watches The Good Witch because uh, Jamie's on there. We call him Jamie. That's what he, we grew up knowing. He um, what's the show? Uh, good Witch is what's on now. It's on. Is uh, it like a sandwich is really good? A good witch? A good witch. Um, or a good witch. And I told mom, I said, you wouldn't even let me watch Bewitched growing up because there was a witch on it. Now you're watching Good Witch because uh, Jamie's on it. And she, you know what she said? She said, well, we were assembly of God then. <laughs> <laughs> so once you become Baptist or whatever. It's you okay. Can, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you, you become Baptist, though, then you stop recognizing people in the liquor store. No, yeah, exactly. Well, right. Yeah. Especially when you're out of town because that's the only place you can go. Right. <laughs> it's all in good fun. Anyway, so, now, are you going to go back now and watch Bewitched, one of the greatest shows no, ever? No, I'm not. Show so funny. I don't know. I see. I ain't got time for that. I, I, I did take your advice and I watched an episode of Green Acres, and it was very funny. Like Green Acres is the best. It was funny. Yeah. I don't know what kind of '60s LSD they were on. It was cool. That writing on that show. I believe I watched the very first episode, the pilot. If if anyone listening is not 
familiar with the TV show. It's in the same universe as Petticoat Junction, Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. It's called Green Acres. And I don't know how you could have, unless you've been under a rock the past 40 years, or you could be, even if you're young. Green Acres is a place to be. It is, it's, it's farm living. If it's, that would be the life for me. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's, a, it's a show that's way ahead of its time, I think, as far as yeah. comedy. Yeah. The, the show is just, you just need to find it. See, Green my favorite. Acres will keep you laughing. It is the most bizarre humor for the time. Any and show from that era that, that stood the test of time, such as uh, the Beverly Hillbillies, the Munsters, for me, still yep, is hilarious. We're about that, yep. And then you got these terrible shows like Happy Days, which I thought hung the moon when I was a kid. I like Happy Days. No, it's not funny at all. It's uncomfortably not funny. Yeah, maybe now. To watch now. But the Munsters, uh, Green Acres, uh, Beverly Hillbillies, they all are still hilarious. You can sit down and watch them and, uh, and still get a laugh out of it. But... Randall. Randall's been sending us songs, but this time I went out on. Uh, I wanted to do a song I liked a lot from the '80s, so I pulled one myself. I still got a couple from Randall that I'm gonna play, but but t- tonight's it was one of my favorites, Craig, and yours too, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this is uh, this is the stump the chump uh, section. Of I'm gonna the show. go with my psychic ability tonight, and I'm gonna I'm gonna guess what I think it is right now. <laughs> and I'm gonna and I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write down on my phone what I think it's gonna be, and I don't know what it's gonna be. But if I'm right, what do I win? Uh, Blizzard. Maybe I'll buy you a Blizzard. Okay, I'm gonna write down what I think it is. Okay, and I'll buy you a Blizzard if you write down the song of what what this is. And I do not have any clue. What, you don't. Okay, and I'll be freaked out. By the way, if you don't show me yet, don't I'm show not, me yet. I wrote it down. Okay, and uh, this is the song. This is the game where we uh, try to stump the chump. I'll, I'll play a cover song. Craig will try to guess the, the title of the song in 20 seconds from the time the song starts. If he fails, we're giving away a pop solo. We got another pop solo we're no, giving away. No, one of those microphones. It's karaoke carry- microphones. Yeah, it's a karaoke microphone, wireless microphone. You it clip, you put your phone on it, you get the karaoke app, and at your next party, you'll, ha- you'll be the star of your mind. Or the biggest nerd. Or something like that. So anyway, if Craig fails to guess <coughs> this episode of Stump the Chump Song... We're going to give what prize away. Okay, Are you go. ready? Let's go. Are you ready? Let's go. Here we go. This is this one's the lyrics start way before the buzzer. So we can dance if we want to. Safety dance. Men without hats. Very good. You got it. Because your friends don't oh. dance, and if they don't <laughs> they dance, well, they know. Uh, oh my gosh! You did write that down. How did you know? <laughs> I just stumped the child. That's creepy, and I owe you a blizzard now. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> but listening to this version, I, I realized I had been singing the song wrong. When he says, we'll surprise him with... Uh, I used to think he said, we'll surprise him with a big trick eye. Huh? But what he says is, we'll surprise him with a battle cry. It's supposed to be like an anti-nuke sort of war song or something, isn't it? It's a great song. It's one, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Not only did you guess it before the music started, you guessed it before the contest started. I, honest to goodness, people, I wrote down on my notes on my phone, I put down safety dance. That's creepy. You said something to me a minute ago, because you know, I got this thing where I can like, I pick up on stuff sometimes. Not, yeah. not always. But you said something. You just said a minute ago. Yeah. And the tone was that it was something... I said it's one of my favorites from the you, 80s. And you said it in a sarcastic way that maybe in a, in, in a humorous way that we really weren't really a fan of the song. No, I was. <laughs> I still am. I love the song. Then I guess I'm just physic. <laughs> wow. No, I'm psychic. I got, I, I'm, I, in I got, a, I'm in a little daze over here. I right? know. So I actually oh, named it before you did it. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. Man carrying mother's coffin during funeral was killed after it fell on the pallbearers. Oh, my goodness. I wonder if they got a discount. She must have been like 500 pounds. I if they got a discount on his coffin. Wonder. Buy one. I just stuffed him in there with her. Buy one, get one half off. I don't know. That's terrible, Craig. This is not funny. What's weird is she must have been like 1,000 pounds, because how would she die? <laughs> hey, didn't we have a story from Jakarta last episode? Here's the thing. I have, I have been a pallbearer before. Yeah, me too. And it can be a small person. And those yeah. things are heavy. They are heavy, yeah. So you figure that, and a person, I couldn't imagine a oversized person. 
Yeah. I'm not saying this person was. But Have you seen some of the coffins they make for oversized people? I couldn't Ooh, imagine. Oh, it goodness. comes with a, 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 a crane. What about the fellow we had that was buried in his car a few weeks ago? Well, that's would, easy. You have been a, would you have been a pallbearer? No, they all had jacks. They, they, jacks, they, they jacked it up, up and rolled it on them. <laughs> <laughs> Jakarta. The Jakarta Post Asian News Network. Uh-oh. A resident of North Toraja in southwest Sulawesi, Salmon, anyway, somebody in Jakarta, <laughs> died of severe head injuries after a heavy coffin carrying his deceased mother fell on the male uh, the male pallbearers at the funeral on Friday. The female pallbearers didn't get any of that. It, it missed them completely. Well, they weren't carrying the... Well, it says male pallbearers. Why do they put male in there? Salmon, not to be confused with ramen, or salmon. was... Our salmon was among dozens of male relatives who were carrying his mother's coffin. Wait a minute. Dozens were carrying one coffin? <laughs> I'm telling you, she must have been large. That's, or they're very small. Maybe they're very small. No, because... Oh, that's true. Because yeah. if they were very small, they like smooshing little ants. Yeah. Uh, anyway. This is terrible. Salmon was among dozens of male relatives who were carrying his mother's coffin to a Lakian a traditional wooden stilt house in which dead bodies are stored during the Toraja, whatever, traditional funeral ceremony. Video footage of the incident went viral on social media because people just don't care, <laughs> which showed the crowd climbing a bamboo ladder to put the coffin inside the Lakian when suddenly the ladder broke. And the, okay, that's how this happened. Okay, so the ladder so broke. And the, well, it, it had gravity behind yeah. it. It was, it. it was velocity. Yes. Velocity. What was oh, that that's movie? a good word. What was that movie uh, Sudden Velocity? Or what was that movie the uh, Check the Velocity? No. <laughs> anyway, velocity. the ladder, ladder broke and and they lost control of the coffin. The coffin slid and struck the crowd. Uh, they quoted an eyewitness named Artie. Hey, Artie. Not to be confused with his brother Aldi or his cousin Arby. Arby. Did you ever notice somebody blew my mind the other day? Arby. Yeah, I've known that since I was a kid. I knew that. Yeah, Arby, Arby roast beef. Ar- roast beef. Arby's. Arby's. Yeah. Arby's. Yeah. It's the things that are so obvious that get me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Tell you what gets me is when you guess the song before we even start a contest. That gets me. Yeah. I'm a little creeped out over I here. I psychically just wrote it down before. It's like I did a magic trick. I'm, I'm glad I'm sitting over here. Uh, I'm glad we're in Studio 2 this week because it's the largest studio at Leeberry. You're further away from yes. my weird psychic. Yes. You're psychic. like David Blaine or something yeah. all of a sudden. Yes. Yeah. So you want to watch me go stand in a freezer later? <laughs> you can throw a card in my water bottle here in a minute. Maybe. <laughs> I saw a guy do that with a monkey or a, a, a monkey orangutan. A... No, I saw that. Oh trick. yeah, it freaked the it freaked the orangutan. Have you out. seen the videos yes. of uh, people doing magic tricks to monkeys? Yeah, so they go. Oh. It's so great. But anyway, the, the one he did in the, the he starts screaming. How does that trick work? It beats me, man. Satan. <laughs> I gotta be some kind of dark magic. Yeah, because he's not in that cage with that monkey. And it's a lot of times David Blaine will have the person write something on the card. Yeah, well, I get that there's a trick for normal circumstances, but that trick is so good. If how do you do it without getting into a cage with a monkey? Beats me or a giant ape. I don't know, but I'm not going to try it. Anyway, video footage of the incident went viral. Blah blah blah. The ladder broke. Somebody died again. The coffin slid and struck the crowd. As you know, that happened. And Artie, the brother of Aldi, said that uh, cousin that of Arby said that Sam. Do you know that Arby is Arby? <laughs> oh, I'm having deja vu all over again. Sustained a severe injury to his head in the incident. He died on the way to the hospital. This is tragic. That is sad. So tragic. It's so sad. But unexpected. We'll, we'll go from that to. <laughs> And this is a stretch. It's not really a poo story, but it does have giant turd in the headline. So, Good enough for me. Brooklynites, our headline is Brooklynites question artists giant turd in the middle of a park. A new art installation. Craig's a big fan of art. Have you seen this? Have you studied this piece of I art? I bet it went for $135,000. <laughs> a new art installation in Brooklyn proves that beauty, <clears throat> or a BM, is in the eye of the beholder. To some, the three-foot diameter sphere of, of soil in Brooklyn's McGalrick Park is a symbol of humanity's universal roots and identity. To others, the big brown ball of dirt looks like a giant turd. And that's in quotes. That's how Greenspoint resident Diane... You're a giant Di- ball of turd. <laughs> Diana Garcia, age 35, described what? it. Diana Garcia. You remember old man Garcia's little girl, Diana? Garcia! <laughs> or like a ball of dung that a dung beetle has collected. Her boyfriend, Tom Barker, age 23. Dung beetles just crack you up. She's 35. Her boyfriend's 23. That's the real story. Dung beetles crack me up. Yeah. They got the wee little paws, little hands going, they're like, they're like running around with a big ball of turd. <laughs> It's like a big, it's like a big snowball, but it's a turd ball. What if humans did that? What if, wait, Whoa, monkeys what? do. 
Huh? Some monkeys do. We shove we shovel tur- <laughs> we shovel tur- <laughs> we, we shovel turd balls around on Facebook all day long. You know what I mean? It took you a minute, but yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. But 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 the, the, the little buggies, you ever seen the little buggies rolling? Yes. It's like, where are you going, little bug? What are you doing with that poop? What are you doing with that poop, boy? <laughs> For three years. Manhattan artist. Oh, I wanted you to have this story because of this. Manhattan artist Martinka Warzaniak collected 30 pounds of soil from over 150 Greenpoint Ooh, residents. It's Warzaniak. And she sculpted it. I bet she did. Into a collective portrait of the community. Well, that's a slap in the face. I know a five-year-old kid that can crawl all over it. (laughs) Yeah. Locals fill glass jars with dirt from their backyards or samples from their home countries to be used in the piece called Zemia. Wasn't that a non-alcoholic beverage? That's Polish for Earth. Zemia. That was Zima. You know, I've got some stories. That, uh, never mind. Polish. Okay, I'll, I'll stop because you'll make me cut it out. If, if I tell because one, you know why? Because it's not appropriate. If I tell one of my jokes, you're going to make me edit it. And I don't want to do any editing. First of all, quit showing your South. <laughs> that's not racist. Oh, not that the South. South's not racist either. <laughs> what You're getting me in deep over here. I'm not the one digging the hole. The soil represents U.S., Poland, Ukraine, Germany, France, New York, London, Paris, Munich, Everybody talk about mm, pop music. <laughs> Japan, Serbia, Nepal, the UK, Ecuador, Mexico, and Nambia. According to Nambia? a yeah, according to a thirty-nine-year-old artist, Nambia, According to the the thirty-nine-year-old artist, a native of Poland. Hey, we didn't talk about movies before. Insert your own joke here. <laughs> we didn't talk about movies. That's because this is Monday's episode. We do movie reviews on Friday. Oh dang! Yeah, I saw a movie since we last talked. <laughs> That's a lie. You have not. <laughs> I know you're lying. <laughs> How do you know? Write, I've been with you since I'm the I'm going to write episode. down the name of a movie. <laughs> don't. Don't. You put that phone down right now. I'm going to write down the name of a movie that I think I saw. <laughs> the final result, unveiled last weekend, was plopped inside. Oh, an, why did I say plop? <laughs> inside an elevated, fenced-off enclosure near the park enten- entrance, entrance. Su- surrounded by long grass and shrubs, just like where a you dog would grass, You know why the grass is so long right there? <laughs> it's well fertilized. It's well fertilized. <laughs> In using soil, universally symbolic for one's roots and identity, as the medium, Zimbia gestures to the primal connection to the earth, the artist explained. What did you just say? I, whatever she said. That's what she said. The, 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 the primal connection to the earth. The artist explained she funded the project herself. Good. Nobody had to dish out any money right, for this turd. Right. Zimbia will be on display for one year. <laughs> it might start turning white in a few uh, days. Oh, what? What's wrong with you? What does that mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> but some park goers weren't impressed. I honestly hate it, said a woman walking her dogs. I get what she's trying to do, but I don't get how an ugly sphere is a, re- is a reflection of this neighborhood. See, that's how I feel. You know what would fix it? What? A big model of a, of a, of a dung beetle. <laughs> Right on top of right it. Right on top of it, rolling it around. Because who doesn't like to watch a dung beetle rolling it up and down the hill? I don't think I, the hill. I don't think the artist wants a dung beetle on top of her big turd. At least it would give it relevance. That's true. I would appreciate it, and you would appreciate it. But I, I would encourage our listener, if you've never seen a dung beetle video, go watch them. They're just rolling a little poop up and down. Where you going, guy? If either one of us had time, we put one on our, our, on our homepage. Oh, just Which, hitting over the... Pinyon. Which you can see our homepage at www.weirdnewspodcast. You don't have to say www.com. And by the way, if you see a little red uh, Prius driving around Middle Tennessee with Weird News Podcast on, that's me. Kind of reddish. Kind of honk, honk, honk your nose and, uh-huh. I'll, and I'll, uh, I'll wave or something. Yeah, my kids, my kids get a kick out of hearing. Pinyon. <laughs> well, that's because how, how I say that. How I'm, do you say it? Pinyon. All right, I'm going to write a word on my phone and I want creep can i go to the yes the check is in the mail check we are two wild and crazy guys <laughs> check president call he's the president of all checks yeah he's the bank president <laughs> check president calls press conference for underwear burning <laughs> what check that president every day around here we don't call it press conference. Czech, Czech President Milo Zeman called a press conference last Thursday to get a giant pair of red underpants. Why are they magnets in them? <laughs> Underwear on fire. I'm wearing those right now, by the way. Just oh, FYI. Dear, dear Lord. <laughs> Stop. Please tell me. Don't ever say something like that near but me it's again. True. It's true. <laughs> Stay away from me. The don't pres- worry. I will with the, those mystic the, powers. The, 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 
I'm the one predicting songs. <laughs> I swear. The president arranged the impromptu event without giving a reason, prompting widespread speculation. He then burned the giant pair of red underpants once used by an artist group to criticize him oh, in a makeshift okay. fire pit. Now it makes sense. I don't know what a... Ch- I can't... Czechoslovakia, uh, their uh, accent. Know, you I remember Two Wild and Crazy Guys? That's it. Yeah, I do not know. <laughs> I do not know if this is it. That no, works. Not, uh, we are Two Wild okay, and Crazy. Today, this is going to be Czech, okay? Okay. <clears throat> I'm so sorry to make you look like little idiots. <laughs> that's not it at all. That's, that's closer to German. Well, he moved from Germany. <laughs> oh, well, he's president. I thought he was supposed to be born there. Well, Schwarzenegger was was governor of California. He's from Austria. He wasn't president of the United States, though. He wasn't not not president <laughs> of the United States. Okay, Dad. <clears throat> uh, see. And so it didn't make you look like idiots. <laughs> Little idiots. Little idiots. <laughs> you really don't deserve it. He told reporters. That sounds like something our president would say in, front of, the report, in front of reporters. You, you criticized me, but that was better, right? No, I, I couldn't even understand what you were saying. <laughs> Get the moose if, I, if I wasn't reading it. The AFP news agency characterized the press conference as a bizarre event, which took the assembled journalists by surprise. <gasps> they jumped. <laughs> the enormous underpants were made by artists collected. Band name. Enormous what? underpants. Enormous underpants. That's a good call by you. Thank you. Good. Were made by artist collective Zohoven which flew the meter-long boxer shorts above the presidential palace in 2015. You ever driven a Zothoven? They, they no. drive really smooth, but you gotta, you got to be careful with the, with the mileage on those things. I kind of, kind of hinky on the brakes, I hear. <laughs> hinky. Check. check. H- hinky brakes, band name. <laughs> now we're not allowed to have more than one show. Come on. Check, uh, check Media said the president had purchased the same boxer shorts from the state property office for the price of one check crown. Check crown, band of the week. That's <laughs> <laughs> enough. You're, see, you're, 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 you're ruining it, okay? Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm a little giddy for some reason. I don't know what's up, because you had any sleep. I <laughs> hadn't slept in two weeks. All right. Headline is now this story, Craig, this is going to require participation from both of us. And I'll explain when I get there. But headline is St. Pete Diner closes, then snaps back at people who left bad reviews on Facebook, which is so awesome to me. If a restaurant responds to a bad online review, it's usually with something along the lines of, we're sorry you didn't have an excellent experience. We'll improve our staff service training and hope you'll give us another try. Speaking of bad service in restaurants, Craig, I'm going to take a side trip here for a second. You remember I had a big complaint about our, our local McDonald's yes. last week. Well I, well, I sent them an email and said, I'm done. I'm not eating there again. And I said, Here, here's a free $5 coupon. You went, okay, they, I'm they, back. They sent me two free value meal coupons for my bad experience. I gave them to James. I was serious when I said, I'm you done. You said, I will not I'm not going back this. through those doors. Well, yeah. I told you about a particular pizza buffet place that rhymes with Fifi's... <laughs> Flitza. It also rhymes with Mimi's Kazitza. Yeah, yeah. And they, they were, the place was so nasty. And Mimi's the guy, Kazitza band name. <laughs> and the guy, and the guy, um, the guy calls me. He's like, "Hey, I really like make up to you. I'd like to give you know get a chance to make this up to you guys. Get your whole family, and we'll give you a free meal." I said, "I don't think my these are kids that love pizza, right?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can get my kids to go back in that place <laughs> free or not. It was disgusting. You couldn't pay us to come in there. That's one of the few times I turned down a free meal. Yeah, <laughs> obviously." I'm sitting here looking at. Mm. I'm sorry. Let me move this mirror out of the way. <laughs> Not, it, I'm going to start this story over because it's good. If a restaurant responds to a bad online review, it's usually with something along the lines of, we're sorry you didn't have an excellent experience. We'll improve our staff services and training and hope you'll give us another try. But not this time, Craig. The Dome Grill opened on Central Avenue in St. Petersburg in 1991, long before dealing with the public online reviews became a fact of running a restaurant. But by the time the Greek diner closed for good last Monday, hundreds of people had left uh, mostly positive reviews via Facebook's five-star rating system, praising the pancakes and the gyros. Overall, Isn't that heroes? No, I don't know. Euros? Euros. No, I don't know. Overall, the place had a 3.7 rating. That's not too bad for a local restaurant. It's had a lot of reviews. Many commented that they were sad to see it go. Those weren't the reviews Costas Carmelocus, age 29, was thinking of when he realized the restaurant his father owned and which he ran the Facebook page for no longer had to be polite to angry customers on social media. 
He was thinking about the one and two star reviews, and the Dome had a number of those as well. Dealing with online reviews can be frustrating for owners, since anyone can post anything they want about your business. Some of them dedicate a huge amount of time responding to them politely and lobbying to have fake ones removed. They can make or break a business. We know that's a fact. Jack? One thing they don't usually do is respond to those angry customers they disagree with in a way that's totally unfiltered. But that's what Costas Carmelocus did. And he told the Tampa Bay Times, yeah, it felt good. What did he do? <laughs> We're about to get to that. Using the restaurant's official Facebook account, he went back and responded to complaints going back over the years uh, with what was really on his mind. So we've got some. We've got a handful of these reviews and oh, his response. Right, right. So I want you to read the reviews, and I'm going to respond as Carlos okay. would. <clears throat> All right. I will not go back here. I wanted two pancakes and a side of corned beef hash. <laughs> I asked for honey because I cannot eat syrup. I kind of went to Mitch Hedberg a little bit there. <laughs> That's okay. I cannot eat syrup. Syrup. The guy at the register tells me it comes with syrup. If you want honey, you have to pay for it. Are you serious? Charging for honey to go on my pancakes? The place was empty. Maybe you shouldn't charge for condiments. <laughs> And then the response is, "Ah, poor you. Maybe we should have given you a free coffee and a free juice, too. Forget it. Take your breakfast free while you're at it, LOL. <laughs> I just stopped in for what will be my last trip ever to the Dome. I was making my coffee. That starts too much like the other person. Let me try this again. Okay. <clears throat> this is from Liz Vasquez. I know, Liz Vasquez. <clears throat> Vasquez. Vasquez. <clears throat> I just stopped in for what would be my last trip ever to the Dome. I was making my coffee with my breakfast. Was why my coffee? Was, oh, man, I can't even do this. <laughs> what is going on over there? I just stopped in for what's with the psychic abilities reversing. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, this, here's a review from Liz Vasquez. Here <clears throat> I just stopped in for what would be my last trip ever to the Dome. I was making my coffee while my breakfast was being made. As I poured in half and half, I noticed it was curdling. Ugh. So I asked the girl working to please bring me another creamer. She did. I made my second cup and the same occurrence. I went back to the counter and told her it was still bad. She pointed to a man and told me to tell him. I told, the pro- I told him the problem, not knowing at the time he was the owner. Okay, here's the response. All caps. Nice try, suckers. We win. LOL. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know, but I love it. <laughs> by the time my food got, uh, by the time my food got to me, my omelet was cold. Bacon was cold and stiff. My cheese on both my grits and omelet was stiff and cold, and not to mention the grits were so gritty. Well, why do you think they call them grits? Yeah. <laughs> They forgot my toast. 30 minutes went by. I sent my brother back to the counter, and the young lady said, Oh, I forgot, and gave me extra toast. After the fact, I was done with my food. Only thing good and hot was my kids' food, which was chicken strips and fries. Going back, that's a big highly doubt. (laughs) Here's the dumb girl's response. Cold is your attitude. So happy we never have to deal with people like you again. You'll never be happy with the service you receive anywhere. It's just how you're made. Oh, man. And then another response from the same. Cool story, bro. Now shove it where the sun does don't it, shine. Does this person think anyone will ever eat at this place? It's closed. Oh, it's closed, so yeah, he's doing it. Right, closed, right. So he went back to all the bad reviews. Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. Food was mediocre. This is a woman, but I'm going to talk like a man. Okay. Food was mediocre, and the man taking the order was the worst. I won't be back. The only reason I got two, I gave it two stars was because the pancakes were decent. That's after we corrected the fact that they screwed them up. The dome grill replies, no, you will never be, ca- be back ever. Thank goodness, LOL. <laughs> he ends all these with LOL. Did you, did you put all of these in here? No, just, just the best ones, and there's okay. a lot of good ones. Worst decision in a long time coming here to eat. Tried to explain politely to the owner that one out of the eight meals we had ordered had something wrong with it. The owner was so extremely rude it became insulting. He insisted there was nothing wrong with the food even though he refused to try it, refused to exchange it for anything else, and refused to refund our money for the dish. (laughs) Finally, one of the employees tried the food and back and had to tell the owner that the food had some sort of chemical taste what a horrible experience was a long time customer will never eat there again save your money and your health go somewhere else to which the dome grill the dome grill replied enjoy overpriced breakfast and a snobby ambiance because we're out and very happy to be smiley face 
And then somebody responded to that and said, what a great way to display even more horrible customer service because of a few online complaints. To which the Dome Grill replied, ha, 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 forget customer service. It's no longer our priority, buddy. We're more worried about being happy and being surrounded by happy people. Bye-bye, big complainer. (laughs) (laughs) To which Adam Friedel replied, even their cover photo. Even their cover photo is an empty restaurant. Empty restaurant. The Dome Grill responded to him with, Life is good. Thanks for being one of our bleepity bleep customers. Glad we'll never have to deal with a bleepity bleep like you again. We're doing just fine. (laughs) So, when asked if he had any message for restaurant owners out there who might be holding their tongues, wishing they could respond candidly to customers complaining online, Costas Carmeloka said, Maybe someday. The restaurant's former owner, Michael Carmeloka, age 80, said that he left the online stuff to his sons and didn't bother with Facebook himself. Uh, this is a business survived 25 years. I'm very appreciative of the support, but no more Dome Grill. We sold everything, including the building. I have a lot of compliments from people of St. Pete. Of course, there were some negative things, too, and I don't know why, but you take the good with the bad. He's totally blissfully ignorant to what's really going on, right? <laughs> what he said was, you take the good, you take the bad, you take the both, and there you have the, the facts, facts of life. life. <laughs> it's the facts of life. <laughs> Shannon Will said it's... That reminds me. What? Now you bring that up. Yeah. I've lived my entire... Okay, I knew that uh, Alan Thicke wrote several theme songs. Yeah. He was a musician. Yeah. I knew the Facts of Life was one of May them. May he rest in peace. I never realized he actually was singing the vocals on the Three's Company theme. Oh, I didn't know that either. You uh, just taught me something. I didn't... I was like, what? Did you learn that psychically, or, or did you read that somewhere? Right? Mm-hmm. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Shannon Mills left a positive rev- review for the Dome Grill when she said, it's the best breakfast lunch place there is. Now... The Dome Grill replied to that, thank you for stopping by. We're happy you enjoyed your visit and hope to see you again soon. Yeah. So I just really enjoyed that uh, that story because, uh, you know, I've, I've, I have managed social media for a few businesses here in Middle Tennessee. Right. And when you get a, a poor review, there's so much work that has to go into it because it can really make or break a business. We have to. As a social media manager, we contact, you know, the person who left the poor review and and we do everything we can to make them happy, not not really wanting them to go back and change. Well, I guess we do want them to change the review, but just to make sure they're happy. There's so much work that goes into it. There's plenty of times people just have an attitude where the, the business had done nothing wrong and they just wanted to vent. You know, so you end up getting in trouble for stuff like that. Well, people are just sensitive about everything. I'm looking up Alan Thicke now. I'm so interested in this now. You know, his son's a weirdo. Oh, I know. I'll just say. And I also want to say this next story we've got uh, may be offensive to those of a squeamish uh, nature. It's got some really gross stuff in it. But it's so weird we could not not cover it, Craig. Can you put Alan Thicke down? <laughs> I'm, really, really I'm really concerned that I told you the wrong thing, but I'm pretty sure Alan Thicke actually sang that. I was listening to... I was listening to... I was listening to... <laughs> Satellite radio got free right now. Nice, yeah. I was listening to the That's 80s. only time to have it. I was listening to the 70 station or something. And, uh, well, if they want to advertise here, we'll be glad to have it. Oh, yeah, it's great. You um, should buy it. <laughs> but, uh, and they, they mentioned it was, it was him. And, uh, That's it was, interesting. And, and I'm going to double check that. But I think, and when I listen to his voice, it's like, that does sound like Alan singing. Uh, it could be, I'm Not sure. You know who his best friend was? Wayne Gretzky. They, were, they were best friends and business partners. Did not know that. Kind of like me and you, business partners. Oh, no, they were best friends. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Okay. Actually, I, I, this, I, I, okay, yeah, there's no way around this on the story. I know this story because we, I've heard this on the radio recently. Okay. This, I w- Aaron was not pulling your leg. Oh. Uh, I heard this story, and I'm not going to, there aren't many times in my life that I was, I was repulsed by something. Yes, yeah. But, but it's so weird. But I was repulsed by the story. My finger keeps slipping. I apologize. Those aren't pl- jokes. Will you stop? <laughs> okay, I'm done. <sighs> Trying to get a leg up here. Oh! <laughs> that one was for real. Okay, go ahead with the story. Days like this, I'm glad you're several feet away from me. <laughs> Headline, bloke serves pal's tacos made from his amputated foot. <laughs> Quote, unquote, it was chewy. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) This is so gross. I don't know if we can get through it. Okay. Reddit user Incredibly Shin said he is sharing his story after the experience 
changed his views on cannibalism. You know, I don't think anything is going to really change my views no. on cannibalism. Even those old stupid Gilligan's Islands. I don't know that I can get through this whole story. I think it's we bad. should get the gist it's of it. Bad. Let's just get the gist of no, it. No, well, there's, there's a lot of gold in here, okay. though. Okay. He said he was in a motorcycle accident two years ago that resulted in a gruesome compound fracture on his left Ugh, foot. That's bad It was enough. so bad he'd never be able to walk on it again, so he elected to have his foot amputated. But what happened next is what's got, what has people freaking out. I asked the doctors. I asked the doctors. It's Australia, isn't it? Oh, is he Australian? I think so. Okay, I we're going to so. say he's Australian. Yeah. Oh, I asked the doctors to keep it. The mystery bloke wrote in the viral Reddit post. And oh, I think what he, he meant was papers. he asked the doctors if he could keep it. Because he actually said I asked the doctors to keep it. Yeah, he meant for him to keep yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go ahead. I signed some papers. I got it back. And with the help of some friends, cooked a portion of the... <laughs> I cooked a portion of it. The man had originally wanted to use the foot as a lamp or a doorstop. Oh, this guy's all class. But three weeks after the accident, an anonymous man invited ten of his uh, the anonymous man invited ten of his most open minded friends, oh. sicko friends, yes, to a special meal. The meal consisted of apple strudel, okay. quiche puff pastries, Yum. fruit tarts, and chocolate cake. Yeah, I'll they take sipped, all that. They sipped on gin lemonade punches and mimosas. No, I'm not. And their that. main course consisted of fajita tacos made from the severed foot. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> disgusting. <laughs> what if it was a big prank? What is he punking on the whole time? What if it was actually... Oh, I hope it was, but it wasn't. It wasn't. When asked how it tastes, he replied, this particular cut was super beefy. <laughs> it had a very pronounced beefy flavor to it, crikey. <laughs> One of those like a blooming onion. <laughs> or a chocolate thunder from down under. The muscle I cut was tough and chewy. <laughs> It tasted good. <laughs> Thousands of users were quick to express their horror. One yes. simply wrote, OMG. Another yeah. said, I wish I could unread this. <laughs> Speaking this week, the man said eating his own foot changed the way he feels about cannibalism. <sighs> he added, it has a stigma. It's associated with cultures that aren't perceived as civilized. There's a stigma for a reason, you idiot. Or situations where people are forced to, into, to survive. They see it as barbaric. Yes. So they wonder why I would go and do it on a whim. I think that's not a foot. <laughs> you can ethically be a cannibal no. in certain situations. <laughs> Only like in that book Alive, you know, with the, well, if the you plane were, crash. If you, were, if you were on a plane, if you were surviving, and those guys even vomited when an airplane would fly over. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't. And you also have to have an airplane wing to cook it on. And who's going to have that? <laughs> they I, I don't have some hunger to go hunt people down and gnaw off their faces. This was one experience where if I had the chance to do something unique in a healthy, ethical manner, I did it. It was for fun and cool, and I have a great story. It makes my stomach hurt. What I did was technically not illegal. I didn't sell it. I didn't give it to people without their consent. It was mine. Oh, man. Both figuratively oh. and physically. <laughs> So, for those of you still with us, let's move on to something else. In Florida, <laughs> Headline is, and I'm sorry, Glenna. I know she'll be listening. You know, she, she, she's one of our b biggest fans. She called up right before. We don't speak about her. No. Not to poke her with a snake, but no. here's the thing. You don't want to get her here she's not gonna like that story she's she not called up a, yeah she called up before the show laughing laughing hysterically yeah. about episode 184 or something yeah the, 184 the, the vienna yeah. sausage yeah that story. was 184 and by the way update on that story i did stop by the store like i, I told you i, I would you did i bought eight cans of vienna sausages and they're, Vin vienna sausages? they're gone i ate them i ate every one of them and how many people mm. in your how many people in your uh family don't talk to you now. Well, they weren't they weren't happy. Did you see the retro can? Did I send you a picture of that you one? You did. That was kind of cool looking. I should have kept that one. They they weren't as good as the uh, what's the uh, well, I don't even remember what brand I got. But anyway, I don't know. I've, I've, I've often wondered if I could get brave enough to try sardines. No, I don't, I don't I eat don't anything think. that swims ever. I hate the taste of. What if seafood. it was a guy a guy that swims and he offered you some of his foot? <laughs> Headline is, man punches his lawyer after judge hands down a murder conviction. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. It's like they're the, blaming the attorney. judge hands down a murder conviction? Well, no, that a man, that somebody attacks their attorney because they yeah. didn't get the, uh, the, the judgment they thought. And this, of course, comes to us from Florida. A newly convicted murderer 
in Florida repeatedly punched his defense, defense attorney. His defense attorney. <laughs> a defense attorney. After a judge handed down his verdict last Friday, the American Bar Association Journal reported Monday that defendant Travis Jamar Davis and his three co-defendants had just been convicted of felony murder related to a 2016 death of Courtney LeVar London when the courtroom face uh, fracas began. Davis, the reported trigger man in London's shooting death, punched, punched lawyer Daniel Hernandez repeatedly in the back of the head and soon after his co-defendant Kelvin Grimmage joined in. Hernandez told a Tampa Fox affiliate that was it was the first time in his legal career that he had experienced anything like it. I got about five punches. Did you say oi? No, I said I got a... He's a lawyer, so he talks kind of presumptuous. I got about five punches to the back of the side of my head for... Oh, I apologize if DC's listening, by the way. Not all eternity... Not all eternities. Not all eternities. Not all eternities are... Uh, are presumptuous. Oh, I got about five punches to the back and the side of my head, forehead. I got a few bumps and bruises, some scratches, the attorney said. I've been trying cases for almost 40 years, and I've never been struck by a defendant before. That's nice. <laughs> by the way, I was wrong. It wasn't Alan Thicke singing that song. Dang it, Craig. Where's your psychic abilities it was, now, sir? It, it was, uh, it, it was, it was. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll give you permission. <laughs> Say it. Say it. I'm trying to remember what his do name is. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Um, no. What are you waiting for? Do it. All right. His name was actually Ray Charles. <laughs> I'm just gonna play. I'm just gonna play sound clips till you spit this out. His name was Ray Charles, not the one that you know you're thinking he is. And he sang on the song. He sang the theme song to Three's Company with Julia Rinker Miller. Yeah, she said, "Come and knock on our door." Yeah, but I believe it was written by Al. It was, I believe, it was written by Al. Yeah, Vick. he wrote a lot of uh, yeah. stuff. But but but, it's, but when I heard that, I thought it did sound like him. When I when, and I must I'm, anyway, I had to make that right. Another sitcom that does not stand the test of time. It's the same shtick every it's single horrible. week. It's the same shtick. It's, it's always someone in another room hearing a conversation, thinking <sighs> something's going on that's not going on. Or, or, or the landlord finding out that, that Jack is really straight. Although, yeah. Mr. Roper and then Mr. Furley, uh, Don Knotts, that yeah. came after him, both of them probably, they were the funniest parts of the show. Absolutely. No doubt about Norman it. Norman Fell had some of the best expressions. And, then and of he course, died. That's why he yeah. left the show, right? No, I think they just wised up. I don't know. I don't know why they left. Okay. I mean, yeah, he died. It was so, I mean, it, watching it now, and I have it in years, but the last time I was like, I can't believe this entertained me as a child. The, the, the test is to turn off the laugh track. There you go. If you turn, off the, laugh, if yes. you turn off the laugh track and it's just not funny. Yeah. Kind of like did a you, lot of shows out now. Did you finish that Man Punch in the Lake? Because I really slept through that one. Yeah, you did. You. Hey, did. woman calls police because her pizza wasn't prepared on time. Well, I kind of understand that. I mean, if they say they're going to be done on time, <laughs> it should be done on time. Leeds, Ontario. Oh, is this happening up in, in Canadian Be- eh? Beauty. Starvation can be a life or death matter, but police in eastern ontario say a woman's recent complaint about the wait time for her pizza order doesn't quite qualify provincial police said they were called to a restaurant in elgin ontario shortly before 10 p.m on monday that's where they found what they described as a hangry patron (laughs) waiting to complain about the restaurant uh constable sandra barr says 32 year old woman and her 10 year old son called the police because their pizza order had not been prepared on time Barr says uh, police educated the woman. <laughs> they beat her up. Yeah, but educated the woman on the uh, show you. Um, this will learn you. They educated the woman on the appropriate use of 911 and would like to remind Ontario residents that the number should be used only when a crime is in progress or during a life-threatening or imminent dangerous situation. She says there's no evidence to suggest the woman had consumed alcohol before uh-huh. her delayed dinner yeah. and says she's not aware of any charges pending. Yeah, the 911 system, eh? It's for those that are in immediate danger, you know? Beauty. She said, it's for emergency situations, eh? Like if your beer's not cold. Or, or you, you run out of donuts. You need a, yeah, you need like another donut or something, eh? Or if you've got like a friend who's a cop, and he <laughs> gets you like a like there's a mouse well, in your beer. free beer. Yeah. Uh, it's not for pizza calls, eh? So um, that's what happened in Canada. Well, let's just go on and do this then. And now a weird moment from history. And Craig, once again, this is just recent history. This just goes back to 2015. Headline is, man shoots armadillo, hits mother-in-law next door. You know, you see armadillos all over the road in Tennessee now. Yeah, what is up? When did they get here? Uh, they, do you think they get their wee little sh- their little suitcases? <laughs> 
And little traveling, they got a little walking sticks. Well, you stuff. think they get hot in that armor? Are they going to like some kind of Renaissance fair? God's little tank. <laughs> I don't know. They uh, poor old guys. Every time I see them, they're like you know belly up on the when side of the road. In, I was in Texas a few years ago, and and passed one on the road, and somebody had put a little beer bottle, and it's, it was on its back, and it's holding a little <laughs> beer bottle. That's up like there, it was drinking. That's it. That's up there with my favorite with the dead animal on the side of the road with the balloon attached. It says get well soon. <laughs> 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 a bizarre shooting incident in April of 2015 in Lee County, Georgia, was determined to be an accident. I bet. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. No, seriously, I was aiming for that armadillo. I actually shot him twice. <laughs> Larry McElroy fired a 9mm pistol at an armadillo in his yard. You said armadillo. He could, well, how would you say it? Armadillo. He could not foresee what happened next. The bullet killed well, no, because he's not psychic like me. <laughs> right. The bullet killed the animal, but also ricocheted. Video killed the radio star. Also ricocheted off that armor, hit a fence, went through the back door of his mother-in-law's mobile home, through a recliner she was sitting in, and into her back. That's got to be an accident. He it was, it, was, it was really just her time. <laughs> According to the report, McElroy was about 100 yards away from the home at the time. Let's, let's break this down. He shot the armadillo and killed it. Yeah. But it ricocheted off his little armor. Yeah. Hit a fence. Right. Went through the back door of his mother-in-law's mobile home. Yeah. Through the recliner she was sitting in. She should have been sitting in one of those bulletproof chairs. This guy should have been on that show where they do the tricks with the guns. <laughs> the the mother-in-law, age 74-year-old Karen Johnson. Carol? Carol Johnson was taken to a hospital, but her injuries were minor. Authority, you'd think she's not holding that over his head Mm-mm. to this day. He'll hear about uh, it. Oh, my goodness. You tried to shoot me. I still hear about a mini bike I wrecked when I was eight or ten or something. <laughs> this guy's going to hear about this the rest of his life. <laughs> that was it. That's it. That's all I got on that. You missed all thing about varmints and whatnot. I ain't worried about varmints. I'm tired. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. That last line, though, you missed okay, out on. Okay, I'll go back That last it. line. No, no, I got it here. Okay, go ahead. Last line. Authorities in Lee County suggest that a shotgun be used instead of a pistol to, <laughs> quote, unquote, shoot at varmints and whatnot. Whatnot. Tip. Whatnot does not include your mother-in-law. Okay. All right, here we go. Mark Patch, top 10. It's coming at you right now. Right now, since this music's over, it's the top 10 Mark Patch thing. <laughs> It's the top 10 most disappointing Pixar and Disney movies of all time. Top 10 most disappointing Pixar and Disney movies of all time. This comes from us from the top 10. Oh I could not agree with number one any. Oh, I know. I knew you'd like that. Oh, my God. Like probably one of the single worst movies I've ever seen in my life. We're not there yet. No, I already got there. I saw it. No, I haven't. Okay. Number 10. Hercules, 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 Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> 1997's Hercules, animated from Disney, one of the ten, number ten of the ten most disappointing Pixar and Disney movies. Number nine, Treasure Planet. I've never, never even saw heard of that one. Never saw it. Yeah, good thing too because it's not good. Ow, you okay over there? <laughs> Craig, Craig is, uh, I don't know, having some kind of fit. What's what's up? Are you okay? I'm not staying at the hospital if you have to go, by the way. I've been there enough this week. I just found a, I just found a tick on me. Ooh, that's about as bad as eating a foot in a taco. Yeah, I, just, I found a little lump on yeah. my arm. I, was, uh, I had an itch. I'm going to cut all this out. No, no, no. Leave it. This is awesome. This is real stuff. It's I don't a good like time to see it behind this curtain. What'd you do with it? It's a, oh, it's still on me. It's a, good, it's a good time to educate friends about Lyme disease and Rocky Mountain Spot. <laughs> if you're going to keep it on you, why don't you give it a name? I shall call him Ted. Rick. Rick the Tick. When we leave here, I'm going to go take care of Rick the Tick. But right now, he's just going to be having a free meal on me yeah. right now. What, what am I going to do? You mean take him off and show him to you? No, take him off, flick him in the corner or something. Then somebody else can have him. Okay. We got to wrap this up so okay, I can get rid ahead. of Rick yeah, the yeah, Tick. Yeah. Uh, number eight. Oh, it was a horrible movie. I thought it was horrible. Monsters University. I never saw it, but I'm not a connoisseur of children's movies like you are. You know, you you go you go see these kids' movies, and I, and I did when my kids were young, and I enjoyed them. But I don't do it. I don't I don't go see them anymore. So anyway, number seven of the top ten. Ooh, a lot of people are going to argue this may be controversial because I know people that love this movie. Top ten most disappointing Pixar and Disney movies. Number seven, Frozen. Ooh, Frozen. What is the song everybody sings from Frozen? While you're while you're dealing with Rick over there, I can't remember. I've never seen it. <laughs> Craig slamming stuff in the studio. I wish I wish we were a video podcast right now. <laughs> I'm killing a tick. Hold on. <laughs> this is real, people. This is behind the curtain. Oh, <laughs> Siri just killed the tick. <laughs> 
Yes, that could take us quite a while. Dang, that thing was dug into my armpit. <laughs> Doug? Doug's here? Nah, it's in my armpit. <laughs> it feels good at all. I'm going itch right there for like a week. Yeah. Oh, man. I thought it was like a tumor in there or something. <laughs> it's not a tumor. Get down. Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's the second tick in two days I found on me. Where have you been? Ticksville. <laughs> I, Rick can rest in peace, by the way. He's dead. Yeah, he, I know. Well, I phone see that. Him. <laughs> Siri took care of him. Look, we're running people out of the studio. They think it's tick infested now. People are. <sighs> Where were we? We were on. Number, you're at number six. I had just done Frozen. Did you? Did Fro- you see oh, Frozen? Yeah, I, I liked it. Okay. I don't think it belongs in this list because it's it's a very loved movie. Yeah, it's a it's a beloved movie. Yeah. Remember she had the <laughs> remember she had the the tick on her armpit. Yeah, I did see that scene. Um. Okay. So I don't agree with number seven. Okay. Number six, I kind of don't agree with a couple of these because they're they're kind of cl- modern classics a little bit, kind of maybe not. Or well, that's this, an older movie too, right? Number seven, six, the seventies, yeah. The Sword and the Stone, but that you know they're probably disappointing in the fact that they're not really memorable. That's I, I can't I can't vote. I don't think I've seen any of these um, at all. I didn't even see Monsters University. But anyway, top ten most disappointing Pixar and Disney movies. Number uh, five, Brave. Yeah. My kids love that. They like it, I guess. Well, kids if like cartoons. Cha- was it? If you had the chance to change your fate, would you do it? I did it wrong. <laughs> What's the like? Well, I my think kids that tick got to you. <laughs> if you could change your fate, would you do it? It was some kind of Scottish thing. Anyway, so uh, no, I saw Brave. It's all right. All right, number four, Pocahontas. Didn't see it. Yeah, I don't really remember much about it. Number three, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. I, I think anything past the first one's just me. I like the first two. I don't think I've seen any of the rest of them. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, number two, another one going back to the 70s, The Black Cauldron from Disney. It's top 10 most disappointing Pixar and Disney movies. Uh, the Black Cauldron. Uh, and the number one top Wait a 10. Minute. Can we just say that out of this whole thing? Yeah. We haven't done number one yet. No, no, no. Hold on. There's one. There's like two that are actual Pixar movies. What well, says Pixar and Disney? I know, but there's only two that are Pixar Frozen's technically Pixar because they made it, even though it's under the Disney label. Monsters University and what? What was the other Brave. Pixar? And Brave was a Pixar? Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't see it then. Huh. Well, you didn't go to see The Incredibles 2 yet, either. I, well, it's only been out a week. Go ahead. Okay. Number one, the oh, worst yeah, movie yeah. of my life. Number one of the top ten most disappointing Pixar and Disney movies, Craig's favorite, The Incredibles 2. No. That's not what it is. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. I, I read that wrong. It's A Wrinkle in Time. A wrinkle in Time with... Oprah Winfrey. Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. Your review's the reason I didn't see it. I I wanted to see it because the book was so good. I actually felt like um, they owed me some of my life back after... If you had paid for it, would you have demanded a refund? That's the question. Because it, I'll I'm, tell I'm you not this. the kind of person that I, I'm not the kind of person that goes into movies and says, "Well, I demand a refund." Now, I demand a refund if I went into a movie and somebody wouldn't shut up the whole time, or somebody they wouldn't something that hereditary was so bad. I think I would have went and asked for at least a ticket to see something else. I want my movie pass subscription price for the month given back to me here, please, <laughs> kind sir. Ah, uh, those listeners that are still with us, thank you so much for listening to episode 186 of Weird. Leave us a review, get in the prize pool. Uh, go by uh, weirdnewspodcast.com, leave some comments. Get in touch with us. You can get us on uh, Facebook. We're even on Instagram now, Greg. Hey, Greg, take medicine. Let me know. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next episode. Ow.